0: Rumors, rumors everywhere. We'll also look ahead at the upcoming schedule, and let's see what happens this weekend. Let's hit the music. You're Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. A reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And don't forget, you could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD, and the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. All right, so we got a lot to get to. And I will keep this one shorter than yesterday's, much longer show than I thought. Yesterday was Goals Thursday, but there was a lot to talk about with Drew Hellison and Prospects and all that jazz. So there was a lot to talk about. And also the Goals, they had a perfect week. How could I not go over and talk about the kids? You know, as I always say, hashtag let the kids play. All right, so looking ahead to the Ducks, however, It's a completely different story. They come back home bruised and battered, both on and off the ice. I mean, aside from dealing with injuries, they also have to deal with the fact that they just lost all five games on this road trip. And they are now squarely out of the playoffs. In fact, it looks really bad as of this recording. I'm recording this Thursday night slash Friday morning in a night where, frankly, the Ducks were not helped at all. Because you had Edmonton winning. You had Vegas winning. That doesn't help the Saints at all. Vancouver, they've done pretty well recently. Nashville, they're doing fine. Dallas just won. Winnipeg has won two in a row. All of those teams that I just mentioned are all ahead of the Ducks. So let's look at first the Pacific Division. Calgary's in first by a lot. The Los Angeles Kings. Shutting out the San Jose Sharks, they're at 76 points. They're sitting pretty well in that second spot. The Edmonton Oilers, they're at 72 points. All of a sudden, they've won four games in a row. How did that happen? Vegas, they finally got off the schneid and won a game. They're at 70 points, clinging to a wild card spot. Vancouver, right behind them at 67 and the Ducks are at 65 points. But I will point out, the Ducks have played the most games out of anyone else in the league. Except for one of those teams that I mentioned. I'm talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. Actually, no. The Golden Knights and the Los Angeles Kings have both also played 63 games. But Anaheim is running out of time quickly. Because if they are to be one of the top three teams in the Pacific Division, they've got to bypass Vancouver, Vegas, and... And the Edmonton Oilers. That's going to be tough, especially considering that those teams play each other at times over the course of the next month and a half. So that's going to be tough to leapfrog as well. As far as the wild card goes, they're behind a bunch of teams. Winnipeg's at 66. Dallas is at 69. Nice. Nashville and Minnesota tied at 74. One of those wild cards is going to come out of the Central for sure. But then you also have Dallas and and Winnipeg to deal with. Dallas has a bunch of games to still play that they've got to make up. So I don't I don't know about Anaheim catching really Nashville or Dallas or Minnesota. And frankly, it's going to come down to the division. More than likely, it's going to come to can the Ducks pass the Canucks, the Golden Knights, and the Edmonton Oilers. As of this recording, I got to be honest, I'm. Not so sure. This is going to be a tough schedule coming up for the Ducks. And just to give a preview of that, let's look at the next couple weeks. They have Florida tonight at the Pond. Then they have a couple more home games. They have the Nashville Predators on Monday. Then they host the Chicago Blackhawks on Wednesday. Then they have a few days off. They have a quick one-game road trip up the 5 freeway to the Shark Tank. Well, well, the 5-slash-101 up to the Shark Tank next Saturday night. That could be an important game. Then they come back home, and they've got two games against the Dallas Stars, kind of doing it old style. Remember last season when the Ducks would play teams twice in a row? Remember that? Well, we're back to that, I guess. So that's what the Ducks have coming up. Florida, Florida's Probably a little bit. Okay, I mentioned this last time. They're probably more than a little bit pissed off right now because they just lost to the Vegas Golden Knights, and Florida came out of that game pretty ticked. Some of the post-game that we saw from Florida, they were ready to just take names. They just lost to Vegas. They got taken to overtime by the Sharks, and they lost to the Kings on that epic shootout game. That was that epic game where Martin Firk just blasted one. Just blasted one into the ethers and put the Kings into overtime. And then they eventually won in that shootout. That Okay, legit, that was a fun game to watch. That was. I mean, the Kings did win and Florida lost. So, you know, yeah. But, I mean, Martin Firk, dang. So, now Florida comes in seeking another win And if you're Florida, you got to think, yeah, we need to stomp all over these guys. The Ducks, they're just feeling deflated as hell right now. They've got to be thinking, we need to win some games. And that one's going to be very tough against the Florida Panthers. Then the game against Nashville, that's a team they're sort of chasing, but it's going to be very difficult to catch them. When I talked about the Predators game last week, the Ducks were at least still within reach of the Predators. Now, not as much. But if they're going to make any kind of push, Nashville, it's going to start with that Nashville game. Chicago, they can beat. San Jose, they can beat. Then it's really possibly going to come down to those two games against the Dallas Stars. And this is the best chance for the Ducks to get back into the swing of things because that April schedule, it's a light schedule with a lot of off games. And I've mentioned this, that killer road trip at the end of the season. Philly, Carolina, Florida, the Lightning. Especially that murderer's row of the Hurricanes, the Panthers, and the Lightning. That could be either the end of their season, or it could be a miraculous road trip. So that's that's one that I'm kind of penciling in to watch very carefully. So that's what the Ducks' future schedule looks like. Once again, 19 games left In the regular season, all right, we're gonna head into the first intermission, but first let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar my favorite protein bar, which is Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar around. It tastes like a candy bar. You've got 18 terrific flavors covered in 100% real chocolate and folks they taste delicious only 4 grams of sugar packed with at least 17 grams of protein great flavor such as cookies and cream cherry barcia among others and you also have the amazing built puffs which are protein infused marshmallowy goodness my favorite flavor still the churro puff still love that flavor so if you want to try built the built bars or the built puffs for yourself then head over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to address some of these trade rumors and talk about possible destinations for certain guys. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez on this Friday episode before the trade deadline. So a bit of a programming note that I want to talk about first. There might be a bonus episode this weekend if there's a major trade that takes place. More likely not, but just in case it's something extremely major, there will be a short bonus episode Also, Monday's episode will be a little bit later as Monday is the trade deadline and hearing a lot of rumors about when trades could happen. In fact, I'm hearing now that trades could happen as late as Monday. So, yeah, that's what the rest of this podcast is going to be all about. It's going to be all about the trade deadline and the Ducks moving forward, which honestly they should be doing because even though the Ducks are not too far out of a playoff spot, they're sellers. They made that perfectly clear with the Josh Manson trade. And they're making that clear with some of the latest news. We're hearing that Max Comtois could now also be moved, which which is a little bit strange to me that they're thinking about moving Max Comtois as well. So let's talk about the big guns first that could be traded. Uh, the biggest one that could be traded is Hampus Lindholm. Now Lindholm is a pending UFA after this season. So it would essentially be a rental, and he's not looking to sign anywhere long-term. At the moment, he wants a test-free agency, which is smart of him. I mean, he's a good all-around defenseman, and what a lot of people are saying, and what I'm seeing from just writers everywhere, he's not exactly elite at any one aspect of his game, but he is great in pretty much every aspect of his game. So he's a good all-around defenseman that can eat up a ton of minutes and give you some quality time and given the right pairing can truly be a terrific terrific first or second line defenseman right now he's a first with Jamie Drysdale who you know Jamie Drysdale is still young he's still only 19 years old and he's still learning the NHL game and being thrown to the wolves so that does partially make Hampus Lindholm look a little bit worse than he probably is. But if he can get to the right pairing, then he could really help someone out. And the team that I'm hearing the most is the Boston Bruins. The Ducks are familiar with trading with the Bruins in the recent past. They traded with them a couple of times recently. Uh, most recently, they the Ducks dealt Andre Kasha for essentially a first round pick. And that first round pick ended up becoming Jacob Perot. So I would say that... That was a good trade for the Ducks, because the Bruins, you know, Kasha played with the Bruins for a few games, and then he's gone, and now Kasha's thriving in Toronto with the Maple Leafs, although it's the Maple Leafs. They just have to get out of the first round first. What Hampus could be garnering is the subject of a ton of rumors, and one of those is to the Boston Bruins for a first-round pick, maybe a lesser pick, and... One of the prospects that I'm hearing is forward prospect Fabian Lysel, who is a great get another great young Swedish player. He's only 19 years old. He was the first round draft selection for the Boston Bruins in last year's draft, except he's got great skating ability. One of the better skaters in last year's NHL draft. So if the Ducks could somehow get a first and Fabian Lysel from the Boston Bruins, I would consider that a win. Because, you know, all the indications are that Hampus Lindholm is not going to re-sign with the Anaheim Ducks. I know the Ducks were looking at four years, maybe five years at most. But the biggest sticking point is term. Hampus Lindholm wants a long-term contract. He doesn't want to leave anywhere for a few seasons. He wants to just find the right spot for him towards winning a Cup. And at the same time... You know, Money is important, but he wants that term big time. So that's that's been a sticking point for the Ducks. And Pat Verbeek has said time and time again, he's going to be active on this trade deadline. And this is part of it, absolutely. So I, I like Fabian Lysel. That could be a possibility. I've also heard rumors that he could end up with someone like the Blues, for example. There's that rumor as well. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a lot of teams in the Hampus Lindholm sweep stakes. As of right now, he's either the number one or the number two most coveted get in this year's trade deadline. And with the ducks being sellers, I mean, yes, they're being sellers, but they're not going to give him up for nothing. They're going to give him up for some kind of very good package. And Pat Verbeek has said time and time again in the last month that He's willing to part with the players, but it has to be the right price no matter what. And I think there would be a few teams that would be willing to offer that price, especially the trading landscape as of right now. So that's a possibility. Also getting attention. This is according to at the fourth period, David David Pagnotta saying that Ricard Raquel is getting some attention on Anaheim as well. But the Ducks are also talking to teams. You ready for this? About Max Comtois and Nick DeLaurier. Hmm. That's an interesting one. I mean, Max Comtois could possibly go to someone like, I don't know, Montreal or Edmonton. Although, Edmonton <laughs> apparently is going, possibly going after Nick DeLaurier. You heard that right. The Oilers could be going after Nick DeLaurier. I wouldn't mind a second rounder for Nick Delorier. That would be kind of awesome. Or maybe maybe an expiring contract. Who knows? I mean, Edmonton is kind of that weird tweener team that they're in the playoffs as of right now. But they're not in a good spot as it is. Is Nick Delorier the answer? No, goaltending is the answer for this one. But maybe the Oilers will be active in this trade deadline as well. So that is some of the rumor and this was according to Bob Stoffer who hosts Oilers now you know bob bob has been on this for a little while now and i think ducks fans wouldn't mind if nick Delorier left for something some kind of good package right so that's that possibility as well all right we're going to head into the second intermission right now but first let's talk about bet online Dot .net, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place we trust. It's where the game starts, and folks, it is March Madness time. And Orange County, are you ready to see the Cal State Fullerton Titans take on the Duke Blue Devils? If you are feeling particularly saucy and you want to put some money on the Titans, then head over to Bet Online because they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. So, head over to Bet Online right now, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. And welcome to Friday, folks. Once again, trade deadline is on Monday. So this Ducks team is going to look very different when you see them on the ice. Well, they're going to look different on the ice tonight because we found out that Hampus Lindholm is not. I repeat, Hampus Lindholm is not in the lineup tonight. So, yeah, here's the word talks between the Ducks and Hampus Lindholm did not result in an extension. The Ducks are now preparing to trade him. This is according to Elliot Friedman and from Pierre Lebrun. Sources say Hampus Lindholm won't play tonight. He will be held out as the Ducks focus on a trade for him. So it appears that we've seen the last of Hampus Lindholm as an Anaheim Duck, meaning his last home game as a Duck was 12 days ago against the Sharks. That was the last time that home fans got to see Hampus Lindholm. Bet you didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. And this is the final game before the trade deadline. The Ducks do not play over the weekend. In fact, their next game isn't until Monday night against the Nashville Predators. Folks, if you want to see some of your favorite Ducks now, go to the game tonight. Go to the game tonight. And see what the Ducks team is going to look like for one final time. Maybe they'll somehow get a victory over the Florida Panthers. You never know. I mean, Florida is trying to get that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So they're coming in hungry. And they also just lost to Vegas. So you know Florida is going to throw everything out there. But this being the final game for a lot of the guys, I mean, it brings out a lot of emotions in Ducks fans. I know that some, like, you have an attachment to some of these players. And you don't want to see them go, but this is a business and this is also a team that's rebuilding right now and sacrifices have to be made. And Pat Verbeek is that kind of GM that wants to move forward no matter what, even if it costs some of your favorite players over the past few years. A lot of you loved Josh Manson, still love him, but sad to see him go. Quite a few fans are going to be sad to see Hampus Lindholm go as well. Especially for those of you that <laughs> that tell him to put his whole you-know-what into it. <laughs> so there's that. Um, fans could be sad to see Ricard Raquel go. I mean, there's a possible package for Ricard Raquel that includes draft picks and prospects as well. So he could be gone. Comtois could be gone. Delorier could be gone. This could be the last chance to see all of those guys in a Ducks uniform. So just soak it in, take it in tonight because it could be very different come Monday. And we could see some players move up from San Diego. You know, he's probably going to come up for the rest of the season. I mean, he has been playing well for the goals as of recent, but don't be shocked if we see Jacob Larson for the final 18 games of the Duck season. I mean, who else are they going to put on defense? I mean, Ghoulie's already up there. You know, it's got to be Jacob Larson. Hey, hey, at least he's done well in San Diego. At least he's a first line defenseman down there. So that's got to count for something, right? I know Ducks fans don't want to hear that name because the Jacob Larson experiment hasn't exactly gone well. And another free agent, by the way. But, you know, it's 18 games left. The Ducks in the standings don't look that good right now. I went over the standings already. It's now looking more unlikely that they're going to make the playoffs. And especially if they lose to Florida tonight, that's just going to propel them further back in the playoff chase when they've got a lot of teams above them. So Ducks fans, it it's time to embrace the change. Embrace the rebuild and say, you know what? It might be tank time again. Try to get that coveted top two pick. And just see what happens the rest of the season. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Alright, we're going to end. We'll try to end on a happier note. Because I don't want to end on that sad note. So, happier, happier note. Uh, it is a giveaway night tonight for those of you going to the Panda. It's a giveaway. Check that out. The San Diego Goals are home for pretty much the next week. So, I said this yesterday. I say it a lot. If you haven't been to a Goals game yet, go ahead and do so. You know, take part in all the action. See some future Ducks. Take part in all the chants. They have a a couple really good ones. You could chant one, two, three, four. It's all your fault. You suck losing. Get into that chant. It's just a fun time down there in San Diego. So do check out some live hockey action this weekend. It'll be fun. All right. That's going to do it for me for now. Thank you so very much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among a plethora of others. Also, also, you could find me on Twitter, at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Thank you so much for making this your first listen of the day. Make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. Again, thank you all so much. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Four, locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the weekend. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.